I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure we specifically said only for the sexy people. I'm pretty sure that that's the deal here and we'll know. We'll know fairly soon if you are not sexy. Okay, the sexy detectors are up and running and you're not going to get past it, okay? Giving you a heads up. What's going on? 1111 boys right here WLR HMG PW Hustle and V Andrew Bello, the God of Thunder. What's up, bud? Yeah, I didn't like where you were going there, man. I mean, not just because you were Billy Ray and you were speaking, but uh, you <laughs> threw Bobo's chat up on there, and then oh, you no, started no. going down the the questioning the sexiness of oh, our no, audience no. route. I was I was gonna. I, I, there's many things that I like to just completely unload on Cody loads about pause, um, but <laughs> that. That would have been one for the ages. Yeah. How dare you even oh, even no. even put the questioning of sexiness and a Babo, you know, we comment are, I mean that goes in the same saying. vicinity. Babo is is one of the sexiest members of the WLR crew. Without you know that I mean I mean the women can't stay away from Babo because he's so damn sexy. And if he's here, you know, he, oh, he's, he's but I, but I just gotta put out the warning because you get those people that try to sneak in and they're clearly not sexy. You know, they try to sneak in wearing a, a, a Cody Nation shirt. I'm like, I see you. You're not sexy. Get up out of here. Introduce the man. Ladies and gentlemen. That's right. It's time for our main event of the evening. And he comes to us from the land of the Sun Devil by way of the Denver airport. He stands at six feet. 6.6 inches tall, weighing in at an unbelievably svelte 666 pounds. All biceps. Oh, god damn. And some, you know what? Maybe, maybe some traps. Maybe some traps, too. We'll throw, we'll just, we'll throw a few in there for, just for shits and giggles. He is the master of the massive memories, the connoisseur of the colossal kajungas, and the hunker. Of he you shooters. That's right. Yeah. That's still Triple H. He's sexy. No, not Triple H. He's Stranglery. Strangler. Steve. Boom. Boom. Fantastic. That was, that was great. That was that was even better than last week's when you went full Muppet. <laughs> 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 never, never go full Muppet. <laughs> I did. I went full Muppet. Sorry. Hey, what up? Uh, what up, Shriz? Dude, I'm in a great mood because it's it's officially Billy Ray Valentine's Day today. It's the best holiday no, of the year. Not Billy Ray and the, his Valentine's, right? So 
It's the sexiest day of the year. Hey, that's just built for the 11-11 boys. You know? Exactly. Tell you. 100%. There's a street here in the Bronx named Valentine, and it's the sexiest street in the Bronx. Wow. And this right here is the sexiest podcast in professional wrestling, without a doubt. Possibly the sexiest podcast altogether. Yeah. Right? It's in the conversation, but definitely in professional wrestling punditry. Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, tell them what's up, Stris. What have you been up to? And then we're going to get into the festivities. Today. Uh, well, you know, not, not too much. I wanted to say that you guys are mentioning Bobo in the chat. Um, right. You know, Isaac Weissop, a good friend of yours, Billy Ray, would uh, label him Illuminati confirmed, I believe. Right, right. A, Illuminati confirmed. A 33rd degree uh, Freemason there. Uh, he Maybe he's a Prince Hall Freemason. I'm not really sure how. <laughs> no, <laughs> where Bobo Either is. way. You never know. <laughs> he's, he's in the occult and he's, uh, you know, he's planning our doom. So. Great to have I, you on I the did. show. We love you, Papa. Don't kill us. Yeah, v- v- very sexy Freemason. Even if you are Illuminati, you're, you're, you're still very sexy. So Isaac hit me up on Sunday. Oh, and uh, and he goes, um, he goes, I actually sent him that. What what you sent, what you sent me. You sent us uh of, of Ice Spice. Uh what is oh, it? Yeah. I sent the right to him afterwards. It's funny because it was back to back. Um, but he hit me up, he goes. You uploaded a fringe. He's like, I thought you quit at the because <laughs> I hadn't done it in about two weeks or what. I mean, two months. So uh, yeah, we got new fringes up there. there wow, more, more archives. Uh, we're learning something new live on the air right now. Yeah, I had no idea. We're, we're doing it. We're doing it. I'm but saying, anyway, I, I miss those multiple fringes they put up every now and then. Those those were the best. We're we're we're, we're bringing them back, you know, because they are also very sexy. But listen, you're I want to talk to the back. I want to talk to the people here. I want I want to talk to this guy, Iron Patriot. Cause, 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 what the hell? First off, your name is a work, okay? Your your name is a work, and and I think you voted for Trump, which means you really you're still getting worked for one, okay? But everybody uh, but voted for Trump. Everybody who voted everybody. for still getting worked. A lot of worked. people talk. Still voting. <laughs> a lot of people are saying. <laughs> a lot of people are saying it that you know the Cody the Cody Rhodes situation was a giant work. Okay, let me tell you something. It was not a work, okay? And we went through this last week, so I'm not going to rehash. I'm not, I'm not going to rehash this. It's still not a work. And, 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 you know, I have a couple of problems, and maybe it's me being a stickler about this, Striz. And I'm, I'm talking directly to Striz. I'm, I'm bypassing V. Andrew Bello, not because, not because Bello isn't of superior intellect, not because Bello doesn't know everything that's going on, but just Bello is, is, is a mark like me, you know? Striz, Striz was, you know, you know, is still, you know, involved in the business for, and, and, and he, he was in the ring, out of the ring. He did a bunch of stuff. So I, I want to get his take specifically on what I am thinking, because I'm, I feel like that guy, you know, you know, when you go and, and, and you, you go watch a movie, that's a, that's a comic book movie and you, and you've read the comic book and, and uh, you expect it to be one way. And then they change a couple of things. Mm-hmm. In in the movie, and you're like ah, and you walk out. That's how I feel like that guy. But but we're, we're gonna talk about that. I also want to talk to all you crazy conspiracy theorists out there, all right? Because this is another thing that 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 are saying that that the Rock. You see, this is what I mean about people getting worked. Okay, Iron Patriot. They're saying that the Rock got booed at the press conference, which we should talk about. We haven't discussed. Got booed at the at the press conference because of his uh, involvement with the money donations and uh, and Oprah in the Maui fire. Oh, it's funny. 
you know, it's what can I say? And, and and this is the state of the alternative media today. People and people that subscribe to 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 things like this. Conspiracy theories are dope. I love conspiracy theories, but sometimes they get very ridiculous. And these people, the 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 cultists, right out there, the 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 people that are blind zombies, latch onto anything, right? And it's like, oh look, they were yelling Maui, Maui. No, they were yelling Cody, Cody. It's, it's really simple to see, but people want to believe what they want to believe. So they're over there saying that The Rock got booed for those reasons. He did not. He got booed because of Cody Rhodes. That's why he got booed. Not it, it, Those people in that room have no idea what you guys were talking about. But but that's a thing. We could talk about Illuminati symbolism, of course. I want to talk about Drew McIntyre because I think he deserves the main event at WrestleMania with Seth Rollins. But I also think that Sami Zayn is getting up in there. And they're making me think that Sami Zayn is going to become the heavyweight champion of the world, the way they're the way they're booking this. So I want to talk about that. Um, before I ask Striz about The Rock and and about my feelings about this entire situation, V. Andrew Bello, are there some hoes in this house? Oh, there there are most definitely some hoes in this house this week. Yes, right. right okay, absolutely. Uh, for yes. Okay. All right. All right. Let's let let's get to it. And thank you for, for letting me know. So check this out, Stretch, right? Yeah. So I'm happy that the WWE has figured out that they screwed up, right? Something happened. They figured it out. And they're like, let's pivot. Let's change it. Let's put Cody in the main event. Good. Good first step, right? Good. No, good. It, it's fine. It's fine as it is, right? But there's a couple of things that they're either going to ignore altogether Maybe they're not going to, uh, they're going to address it later in some time, but I don't see how they would address it properly anyway. But it, we never got any explanation. And this is why it's not a work, Iron Patriot, dummy. Listen, we never got any, we never got any explanation for why Cody passed up his, uh, his uh, opportunity in the first place. Right. After winning the Royal Rumble, I, I don't understand. Right. And, and and here's another thing. Now the Rock and Roman Reigns are friends all of a sudden. I mean, they're 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 family, but they're cool. There was never a challenge made. There, there, it was never ahead of the table tension. No, they walked out together. And now they're both against Cody Rhodes. Like, what's I mean, there, there's no explanation for any of this. And I understand that it was a very tough. Uh, situation to get yourself out of. I get that. It was really, really tough. It was really, really bad. And we detailed that um, in WLRs like two weeks last week and, and, and two weeks prior to that. So if you want to see that, go back to that. Right. It was they really screwed up. But now that they've moved forward, are they just going to choose to ignore this shit? And wh why am I wh why do I want these details to be addressed? And, and should I care, first of all? As a wrestling fan, go ahead, Chris. Yes, you should care. Details do matter, right. and will they bring it up? Ah, uh, who knows? But they they've totally fucked themselves dry in this right. situation, and you know it's just hoping that you'll just forget and put out enough content to make you think. You know that whole news cycle thing of twenty four hours, and you're on to the next one. But um, for the long time watchers like you and me and Bells right. and you know all the fine fine sexy listeners of WLR, we know. Right. That, they're, that they're gonna try to bury it into the rug, but if the if the fans stay the way they are with the chance and like this, just staying on top of it and pushing and pushing, then you almost kind of force them back into a corner and make them at least address some things. Right. 
I do agree with um, what you said about Drew and with Sammy. I can see a multiple person match there, and I can't say I'd hate that. Although I don't usually like multiple person championship matches, especially as a main event, especially at WrestleMania. I can see something like that happen, or, or uh, Drew in the singles with Seth, or um, Zayn in the singles with Seth. I think it'd be. I was I was having that conversation with my wife last night as we were watching Raw, thinking either one of these guys would have a phenomenal match with the guy. And, uh, you know, it's going to be an exciting match anyway. But um, I almost feel like Sammy just has that because he's still a babyface and whereas Drew is the heel, the babyface part of Sammy getting that pop at Mania, winning the world title would be tremendous. But I can't even say for sure at this point, with WrestleMania still like, what, 50-something days away, right? that Cody and uh, Roman will be the main event of uh, right. night two. I, it's just, there's, there's still, like you said, there's just too many unanswered little things right now. There's too many nooks and crannies and like, why, like you said, now they, they're going to battle each other. Now they're, they're boys. Right. And uh, how does it make any sense whatsoever? Isn't the whole point of to say who the real head of the table is or else not? What the fuck have we been listening to for the last three years? Right, 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 right. right. And like, if not, then why wouldn't like Jay Uso have been, best buds with them we're all in this together you know what i mean like it's, no none of this is making any sense so right right they're, they're just taking week after week trying to think that they're patching these problems over but you know they're doing it with toothpaste and it's just not coming out the way they want it so the more they keep doubling down on the stupidity of it all without doing the addressing things the right way the more the problems show and the 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 you know the shaky ground i feel like they're getting on, getting into the biggest WrestleMania of all time. And then The Rock go on um, the podcast there, um, Pat McAfee's podcast, is saying right. The Rock versus Roman is the match, and that's the biggest match in the history of WrestleMania. But, you know, but, but wait, wait a minute. I, I didn't want to get booed. I'm a baby face here. I got to sell. I got to right. put my daughter over, yada, yada. You know, wait a minute. Oh, well, then the, the, worst, the worst possible scenario would be because they almost teased like a tag match between Rock and Roman versus right, Cody right. and Seth. We don't want that. No. If that's the case, I say we all fucking revolt and fucking yeah. mail our tickets back and demand refunds because nobody wants to see a tag team main event with all that crap happening. It would be a complete 100% clusterfuck for the ages. So, you know, I mean, we'll follow Like, in my opinion, I think as like, as, as like a producer thinking, all right, we have 50-something days. We really need to figure this thing out, like, ASAP and, like, get this road as smooth as we can because if we keep stepping on our own dicks like this, we're just going to fucking stumble into mania. We're going to fall flat on our faces, and we're all going to look like a bunch of chumps, and people will be asking for Vince to come back at that point. And, you know, after all these years, like I had mentioned last week, and people going, I can't wait for Vince to get out, finally showing people what it's like when he's not there, and it's all self-serving fucking self-righteous bullshit. And uh, this is the stuff that, like, Vince was, like, the Momar Gaddafi of pro wrestling, if you will, to wow. give it a name where, yeah, he's a madman, but he keeps all the crazy other madmen in line, too. And he keeps so, the trains running on time. He keeps the trains running. He's exactly. <laughs> to keep the roads paved and, you know, but, like, he was the madman they needed because everybody, all the other crazies were afraid of him. So now that he's not there, you see what happens. You pull that linchpin out and... You know, tick tock, tick tock, and now we're just waiting for this fucking terrible explosion of clusterfuck to happen at WrestleMania. So we'll see what happens. Man, you, you you're right about. I mean, I agree with you 100. But I'm just saying, like, I I didn't really think about it until you said it. And bells, I'm coming to you in a sec. All right, 
I didn't think about it. Um, there's a, they haven't really, I wouldn't be, see, the thing is, I'm still expecting the triple threat. The Rock smacked Cody Rhodes. Yeah. What, what, what are we going to get out of that? And, right? here, and can I interrupt you for just one sure, second? Sure. Mm -hmm. The overall rule of thumb when you're learning how to do this as a wrestler is that a babyface never backs down from a fight. If a heel, which, by the way, The Rock officially becomes a heel by slapping Cody Rhodes for no reason other than invoking his grandfather's name. If that's all it takes to get a smack out of somebody, you're a fucking heel. That makes Cody, as we all know, the solidified babyface in this matter. What happened when Cody got smacked? He took a step back. That's a no-no for a babyface, especially a top babyface. The guy who this whole thing has been running around now for two years with his story and, you know, he's been holding up his end of the bargain, his 50% of this match. He's been holding up his whole work this year, going over on Lesnar, going over on Drew, going over whoever they put in front of him. He's overcoming the odds to get back to where he was, wins the Royal Rumble, and now originally takes a back seat, not getting the win. Then they go up and they fuck everything and say, oh, no, no, I am going to do it. Then gets slapped and then stands back and is like, oh, you know, I don't think they break the thing up. Cody should have had daggers in his eyes swinging for the rock or whoever could get his hands on because a baby face never backs down once they've been invoked like like disrespected like that a heel can run away or you know do all this type of stuff but a baby face has to charge forward and when you don't do that it's wrong booking i to i totally agree you know and then these are things that haven't been resolved yet and maybe won't be at all you know, and and uh, most there's a lot of people out there that are still trying to work it out in their mind, maybe because they just want to be correct or they just want to point at other people and say, hi, you you know, you got I, I don't understand that mentality, really. Like, it's clear, right, that that yeah. something is wrong here, but they're like, oh, man, no, this was the plan from the beginning. Oh, my God, you just no. don't get it because it's long, long term storytelling and The Rock is going for the long game. You know, and and he said that they wanted to take everything and, you know, they're just looking for little things here and there. And I'm like, dude, dude, it's OK. It's all right. They screwed up. Not us. Right. We are the fans. You know, and so we can we can not like the product. We can be vocal about it. I hate it when they say, well, it's business. Well, it is fine. It, it's business. That's that's true. That doesn't mean we have to like it. You right. know, movies are business. You know, that doesn't mean I have to like what Marvel's putting in front of my face, right? Like, it, 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 we 100%. are the consumer, right? We are the consumer here. Anyway, Bell's the Andrew Bella. We've waited this entire time to, to get the fans' perspective. See, and, and the sexiest perspective is pretty sexy, I gotta I got say. Tell them what's up, sir. What are you thinking about all of this? Yeah, it's hard to deny, but um, yeah, so <laughs> let's let's rewind a couple of weeks, right? We had as of like maybe last Monday, even we had Roman Reigns versus The Rock main event Sunday, Cody versus Seth main event Saturday. Right. Here's what we're now gonna end up with in some <laughs> fucking way, shape, or form. We're gonna now end up with Cody and Roman probably main eventing. I think one on one on Sunday. I think that's gonna stay. Uh, although any chicanery that makes that even any additions to that match make it worse by it's like subtraction by addition in that particular case so let's hope that that ends up being the case for saturday night now we're either going to get some triple threat with seth rollins drew mcintyre and Sami Zayn, which 
I mean, it'll be a fine match. Is it a WrestleMania main event? Like, I, I would give Bailey and EO Sky the fucking main event over that match, mostly because it's just none of them really jump off the page to me. Like, this is this is not Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins. This is Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn because we had the scramble because we set a, a, a into series into motion a series of events that led us where we now have like our four top guys. The Rock looks like a dick. And he is Roman Reigns now looks like he's playing second fiddle to the rock in his own thing. Excellent point. He looks like a bitch. Cody looks like a bitch backing down, getting slapped around back and forth on this decision. And Seth Rollins looks like an idiot. Yeah. So work, shoot, shoot, work, work that worked itself into a shoot. Doesn't really matter. We ended up in a scenario where everything is way worse than it was two weeks ago. And Never mind three weeks ago when we had a healthy CM Punk and Cody was in the fucking Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which was the best case scenario. So we have drifted very, very far, my friends, from the fucking island of relevancy. We are now way, way off in the fucking the strait of who gives a fuck. Well, I, I agree that that they've managed to screw this up. Right. And, and they can still can, can I say one thing course, before you go on to the ring? And what's the one common denominator that all these things have in common? The bad booking, the overshadowing of uh Seth on stage, and Cody on stage, even Roman of all people, the ultimate the rock, you know, universal champion, the rock well, in the in the boardroom, right in the booking room, right? And, and as you know talent, what the I, I want to take that a step further because it is the rock, and the rock is the one ultimately wielding the weight. But this is what happens. When you let the marks fucking run your company, this is AEW shit. This is this is the Rock reacting to social media buzz. It's not like the yeah. Rock, like he ultimately ended up being a heel in all this anyway. And what he's now going to be a heel in a fucking tag match on Saturday night that might even main event that night over the the triple threat for the for the world title potentially, like you or, right. or whatever. You know, you can now have maybe they'll they'll do both of the world title matches on Sunday and they'll have this like tag match. With the Rock and Roman and Cody and Seth on Saturday, horrible, bro. Well, I, I, it is I horrible. Kinda... But now you can almost see that happening. Either that, or that's going to be the main event of Elimination Chamber, which is even worse for our non-existent right. Australian friends. Right, okay. <laughs> very, very good yeah, point. The, the, they the don't Rock, exist down there. We, we, the Rock can't be point. part of Elimination Chamber. They don't exist, but they deserve or... better, Billy Ray. Okay, I, I, I would say that this, at this point, the best way to do this, and I hate it because. That says that Roman has to work twice. And the first night you have Seth's match right. with whoever he's going to work, Sammy or Drew or whoever. So you, at least you get the title match, but then you have like uh, Cody and uh, Roman. So two title matches that night, or you have Rock and Roman. And then the next night he works, you know, Roman works the other guy he didn't work the night before. So at least you have two marquee matches, but both of them involve Roman. The only problem is. Roman can only lose once. That's the pop. That's the big thing. So if Roman loses once, he loses to Cody. He loses the belt. Finally, the story's been told. Yeah. Cody gets sent off into the sunset. So you'd have to do Rock and uh, uh, Roman on night one as the main event. Roman wins. He goes into night two with momentum, but worn from a match with you know, The Rock. Cody takes the belt night two to close out Mania. It's really the kind of the only way that can really save any kind of face in this is that yeah. the Rock swallows Crow, puts Roman over night one. Roman to go ahead and does the favor on night two. Yeah, right. I could I see mean, something 
along those lines. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but I, I, I don't think, um, I don't think anybody's working two nights. Yeah, and I just think that just muddies the waters. Like, all right, so no, all right, so hypothetically, you've got the Rock right now is like the leader. He's the high chief. People are already fucking referring to him online, which is obviously a nod to his grandfather and kind of cool. But the high chief sounds kind of like he trumps the tribal chief, who's the world champion, the guy that we're all supposed to really be caring about right now. And now you've got a you've got this scenario where all right, so maybe the rock what turns on Roman? Does that automatically make him a baby face? Like he's kind of he kind of infiltrated family business just to fuck everybody over. That's kind of heelish. So like he's he's he didn't want to be a heel, but now he's a heel anyway. He's gonna maybe try to turn baby face to get back into a one-on-one with Roman at on Saturday night. Like the the rock ironically looks like the biggest idiot of everybody amongst yeah. all of the parties involved all because he was trying to steer the story in a way to where he'd look good right no i, I and, and no matter what he does i'm sorry billy right. and no matter what the rock does even if he does try to do something do something to roman everyone's gonna boo the rock that's right. decided yeah, at that's, this point that's he deserves it. <laughs> and then people will cheer roman over the rock just right. simply to stick it up the rock's ass at this point because it's so apparent how badly he wants to be a top baby face and People know how the system works now. Right. So it's then you have wrestling with being an open work. Everybody gets what he's trying to do and will shit on him for doing that. You can essentially Especially have Roman working Saturday night, the main event against Rock as a baby face, and working Sunday night, the main event against Cody as a heel, like within yeah. 24 hours. That would be the, <laughs> that would be the weirdest main event, like WrestleMania main event, like story of all time, I yeah. think. Right. And we can blame The Rock. Hmm? He's the one that fucked it all. All of it. Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, what is it? Henny Powers is in the chat. Henny, we're gonna throw you in the chopper, man. It's it's happening. Just giving you a heads up, right? So get get ready. Uh, Iron Patriot's gonna be sitting right next to you. Okay. Uh, what if it's not a worm? Uh, and they're testing the waters. Uh, uh, what is it? To course correct after. What's wrong with that? No. Hey, what what if I found a four leaf clover? About that. Like, what, what if the, what if the Mark Tards, Mark Lars, and lovers of Clark bars like really. And frankly, I might, I would get involved with this as well. What if we all made a big push for our truth to win the world title? Right. What, what if we all like got online? We're like hashtag our truth for world title. He fucking gets into it. He's trying to like fucking sneak up on on mommy in the back and roll her up because he doesn't know which title is world title we're talking about. <laughs> like like he's we. What if we all really got behind this and we pushed it? This is like it's like the equivalent. It, this is what happens when you let like the the, the crowd run the storyline is ultimately you end up with the fucking like retarded girl winning prom queen like this shit just doesn't you cannot <laughs> let pure democracies run <laughs> wild and that's essentially what we've allowed to happen here so yeah like to a certain extent i do kind of want them to do things like course correct like all right we get it you guys really wanted cody to finish this story we're gonna find another way for that to make happen because we have the fucking rock who wants the main event again his cousin doing a story that started back when Cody was holding the goddamn TNT title in AEW. Okay, this is this is a story that is bigger and more important and has been running longer. Somehow the Cody fans have deluded themselves into the idea that Roman Reigns is a part of the story. He he was a part of it like several chapters ago when he beat Cody Rhodes and he sent him down this path that where he's now 
like desperate and, and clawing himself back to the top of the mountain. But if Roman Reigns got injured six months ago and some other schmuck was holding this title, you'd all be kicking and screaming for him to take that title from him at WrestleMania. And you wouldn't be boo boo fucking pussy face about, oh, it wasn't Roman Reigns. And he didn't get to finish the story. You'd be all giddy about it because he get the world title, which is what the story is. It's him getting that world title at some point ever. Hopefully that's it. There's no guarantees. He could get that shit at SummerSlam. I still think they should just put a whole fucking show on, do it down in Georgia, call it Starcade, and make him the fucking main event and have him win the title. Like, make the whole night about him rather than it just being a WrestleMania main event or a SummerSlam main event. You can you can really jazz this thing up, lean into the history here. But no, let's just do what we do with every other fucking stupid-ass storyline. Let's pay it off at WrestleMania in the main event in the most predictable possible way, ruin an entire year's storylines, ruin a Royal Rumble, do all this nonsense, bring The Rock in, fuck over half of our fucking top stars, and turn this into one giant WrestleMania clusterfuck XL. So m- much like Iron Patriot, you have not been listening. I'm, and, I'm, and, and, I'm listening. And you, I'm you just been I'm, 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 here with I'm you. listening. I'm just you not hearing you, Billy. Here with me for months, for months, Bello. I, I am offended and insulted that you haven't heard a word that I've said this entire time, or you've chosen to block it off. No, you're just probably. one of the deluded Cody Rhodes fans that That's thinks probably. that this needs to. You, you know what you are, Billy Ray. You're a Trump supporter. You're the Trump supporter. You're the diehard Trump supporters that overlooked a perfectly good candidate in Ron DeSantis because they're like, ah, revenge. We need to finish the story. This guy's got to get back in office. We got to blah, blah, blah. That's what you are. Cody Nation is nothing more than a bunch of fucking red cap wearing hicks. And this is all this fucking ends up being. You are everything you hate, Billy Ray. You have turned in to everything you hate most in this world, sir. I, lo- I love America, okay? And this is why I back Cody Rhodes, who is the American nightmare, okay? Uh, and uh, and uh, I'm a real American like Hulk Hogan. I, I don't, I, I don't yeah, subscribe to any of those things that you've just said, okay? Uh, for the record. Um, the WWE told us that the story needed to finish at WrestleMania when, Royal Rum- when, uh, when Cody Rhodes won the Royal Rumble and pointed at Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns became a part of the story when, uh, well, from the beginning, he was a part of the story. But for those of you who want to say that he didn't have to beat Roman Reigns, he became a part of the story when Cody Rhodes won the Royal Rumble and pointed at Roman Reigns. This is just most recent, okay? Um, why does he have to beat Roman he was Reigns? Pointing at the belt. Because, no, he was pointing at Roman who holds the belt. Pointing at the belt. Why, why does he have to beat Roman Reigns? And, and there's a couple of people that subscribe to the idea that he doesn't have to beat Roman Reigns, um, but he has to get the title, right? It's all about the title. But he has to beat Roman Reigns if he's legitimately going to be the next guy because that's what Roman Reigns' streak is all about. Oh, but he is the guy already. Didn't you hear? Seth Rollins Rollins said he's the guy already. That's it. He's the guy. I mean, we heard heard the goofy dude in his wife's clothes fucking tell us that this guy is the guy. And so since he's so, yeah, he's very, he's very, confident and they, they really gender identity. He, he knows he knows a guy when he sees one good <laughs> good promo though by seth on on monday night raw i thought i thought it was a good promo by seth and i, I typically don't have a lot of good things to say about seth unfortunately I, I i loved seth rollins you know but for a long time but this new thing is is not it's not so new anymore either it's just i'm not connecting with it um but but it was a good promo it was good what are they gonna do with him he, he just feels like 
he should lose at Mania, right? Like he has to lose at Mania, right? And then what's he gonna do? Come out at night night two and and be at at Cody's corner? Is that what's gonna happen? Like, I mean, because if they're gonna all right, I don't know. I'm breaking my head over this. If if he's going to main event night one, this is what's gonna happen, Bells. He's gonna main event night one with Drew McIntyre and Zami Zayn. I personally want Drew McIntyre to win the win the title. I'm beginning to think that that's not going to happen. Just the way they're 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 talking about um, um, Sami Zayn and how he and he's been losing, you know, uh, forever, right? He's just losing and losing and losing, and uh, and he says that that he will be he can be a world champion. Why is he saying this? Right, and it, it's a WrestleMania season coming up, but they're not building to SummerSlam. They're building to WrestleMania. I, th- I think he'll work his way into that main event at some point and win. At least that's what I mean. I think the right move is to go with Drew. Yeah. What's up? I think that makes a lot of sense in a lot of ways. I mean, when you think about the raw landscape, right? Like, and I think we can assume when Seth loses this belt, he's probably going away for a while, right? Like he's going to go get right. some surgeries and, and rest up, maybe have, you know, pump another kid into Becky Lynch, do whatever he's going to do. <laughs> but, um, Go shoe shopping, whatever. I, I, but for, for that matter, you know, so he goes away for a little while. So where does that leave us on Raw? As much as I'd like to see Judgment Day Rudy, ruin Cody's night on Sunday, like what if Sammy wins this belt? Judgment Day comes out. There you go. You got your, you know, kind of like top baby face, top heel gimmick mm-hmm. going on, on on that side of the world title picture while sets out. And then uh, obviously, you know, whatever whatever happens with with Cody, I think I think Roman will probably take some time off after he drops this title for a while. I mean, I know more? he's barely there, but right, more. Uh, you know, I think I think he'll like take like significant time off. Like, he just, well, what's he going to do unless he goes right back into this title picture? I think you got to kind of let Cody do something different for a little while. Like, I don't think I'm hoping WrestleMania Backlash's main event is not Cody defending this title against Roman Reigns again. Like, I'm hoping something else is gone forward. Maybe Drew, who didn't take a pin in this hypothetical match with Sammy and Seth, is is you know now now knocking at Cody's doorstep. They've kind of been building some heat prematurely here already. So um you could see maybe that going going down that road. But yeah, I, I Sammy over Seth, sure. I mean I I would probably prefer Drew at this point, but I, I don't know really what you do unless you're gonna then have like Sammy chase Drew or there's some sort of draft shuffle going on where you've got like some other baby face, like cause Cody's going to take that belt, probably go over to SmackDown, I'd imagine, or I don't know. I, how do you think that's all going to work? If we end up with both of those belts kind of on the same show here, hypothetically. Yeah. Somebody will go over to the other, to the other uh, brand. So th- that's an easy fix, right? Which, who do you send though? Do you send Cody over there? Do you send, uh, you know, Seth drew Sammy over there? After Monday Night Rollins was such a thing for so long, you just get to take that belt and just go move it over to SmackDown. No, right? You send Cody over to SmackDown, and I then uh, I think you do. And then when when the Netflix deal comes up, then you change the titles again. Um, if it if if they haven't built enough prestige behind the the Seth Rollins title, uh, Henny Power says, "Get him, God of Thunder, preach, my brother." Um, you know, he's, he's going to be in the chopper soon. So I wanted to put that up there so we can remember him yes. later on. Strick, what are you thinking about the, the first main event at WrestleMania? You will be at both nights, sir. I will, yeah. Um, you will be enjoying it. So I, I think that's what you're going to see. I, I think it's going to be a good main event, too. I, I'd like to see it, to be honest. Um, 
I just want Drew to win, not not Zami Zayn. Even though I won't be totally pissed if Zami Zayn wins. Go ahead, buddy. I, I wouldn't be pissed if either guy wins because you know they they can both carry it, no problem. Right. And uh, I, I'm a fan of both of those guys. And um, it'll be great to see Seth. Yeah, Seth carried the belt for a year. Good on him for doing that. And yeah, I would like to see him get more serious as it gets closer to Mania because he was like trying to back up Cody in a little promo. Like mm-hmm. now's the time where him he gets rid of the gimmicks and goes, all right, we got to get down to business here. So I'd like to see him turn a corner here at least before he goes out to shred that stuff. You know, all the the silly clothes and stuff before he goes out on vacation. And if if he and Roman go out on vacation, they should both take a long, long time to recover and let us forget about him for a little bit and let the guys who are taking their places kind of rise up and take their their uh, well-deserved spots. Mm-hmm. For Roman, I, I would hope not to see him for at least until the next Rumble. Have him come out Ooh. as a surprise dude, and that'll get a fucking massive pop. Oh, you know, and that's that's how it just be like, brother, go you know, book yourself on a freaking tropical island for the next nine months. I'll see you in January. Yeah, man. That's it. Just stay healthy and be good and stay in touch. I'll text you once a week and, you know, and, have, and it will be money well spent. Yep. Yeah. Money he well, recovered. When he These comes guys are getting older, you know? No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. When Rick, he comes back, just, he'll be over as fuck. Right. When he comes back, everybody's going to put up the one, right? Everybody, absolutely. the whole freaking place would get up. Oh, my yep. God. And then that following mania from the, the bloodline all reunites, but in a good, friendly, baby face way, Jay and Jimmy hug and solo. Rikishi comes smile. out, they all dance. They do the dance, and they, everybody goes home happy. <laughs> Someone gets stink faced. Paul Heyman takes a stink face, gets tossed over the top rope, and everybody who walks, you know, dances off into the sunset. So, you know, hey, hey, I got to send a message to the Stooges at AEW. He's sitting right here, guys. He's sitting right here. Just call him up. All right. I I get Bells and and myself get $50,000 finders fees, but but he is right here. Okay. He'll fix the shit ASAP. Okay, ASAP. All right, it, w- it won't even take too long. <laughs> How come I can't do that? Man? I know. I want to do it. I want to do the thumbs up. I forgot I even did it. I'm like, oh wait a minute, shouldn't that be doing something? You know. he, he will fix it ASAP. All right, and uh, and uh, that's all I have to say about that. But I, I do. <laughs> I, I, I do I do want to see that and and uh and I think we're getting another triple threat night night two. I think we're I think we're gonna get the rock in there. They have to get the rock in the ring. I mean, I, yeah. I would think they have to since they already advertised them as such. Dude, right? what would happen like if they booked Roman and Rock for either night and he, he goes in there and he looks like a fucking million bucks, but he pulls a Shane McMahon because he's in his fifties and he's on all types of unnatural substances, and in 30 seconds he just you know, the knee goes sideways or a hamstring. Now, now, granted, I would never want a worker to get hurt. That's just not who I am. Right, right. But, uh, you know, if it were to happen, what do they do? Call an audible brother, pin me. It's only been 30 seconds. What are you going to do? I can't fucking move my leg. <laughs> you know, I don't <laughs> think another... Snoop Dogg's going to be there to throw a splash on top of anybody. So, you know, they have to call an audible and God, take it on quick. Imagine? That's another great angle they could have taken with this that just wouldn't have involved the rocket like wrestling at all. They could have done some sort of thing where, like, you know, Cody went to the rock, struck up a babyface partnership, and was like, Hey, you know what? I need somebody to figure out something about this bloodline shtick. I mean, I'm going back 
and I'm doing the exact same thing I went last year. And to Seth Rollins's credit, like, you know, but I don't really have a plan. Like, I don't have friends. It doesn't appear. I mean, yeah, I'm a baby face and presumably the other baby faces will help me. But where the fuck were they last year? You know, right. so. I mean, maybe I, you know, maybe he has to bring the Rocky in either in his corner or as an enforcer or uses his power as a TKO board member to like really bar these guys from ringside, like find some way, put him in a fucking shark cage, baby. You know, I love me a shark cage. Uh, but yeah, something, anything like it, that, that to me would have been kind of a great angle. Rock doesn't have to wrestle. He could be heavily involved. He could be there holding Cody's arm up and like get all of the fucking praise alongside Cody. And he can even later go on to take some credit for it. But no, we're, we're at the point to where he's like, he's, he's a heel in a fucking tag match as of right now. Yep. That's right. right. That That's, that's what's going on here. Um, I do want to talk about Gunther. I, I want to talk about Australia real quick because the next pay-per-view is supposed to be there. This is more WWE Where? chicanery. Who? Um, more misinformation, more botched opportunities. What it, what was happening with this Hell in a Cell was they were supposed to hold it in Texas. And with the whole border th- situation, things got messed up. I don't know. They're going to be at the Performance Center or something. And they said they're going to be in Australia. We all know that Australia doesn't exist. We know that Australia doesn't exist. So there's no way that this is going on over there. And to add proof, Bronson Reed did not make it into uh, 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 the the Hell in a Cell. I mean, the the Elimination Chamber. He didn't make it in there because Australia really doesn't exist. Okay, because otherwise they would have given him that. But just to add the caveat to that, but but be, before and I, and we, I also I wanted to thank yeah WWE for for lending the hell in a cell to our efforts at trying to secure the border. Thank you, thank yeah, you thanks. WWE. That's very nice of you. Thank you TKO Group and Ari Emanuel. Okay, um, but also they're talking about uh, Jay Uso possibly beating Gunther. Oof. They got they got him and they got Braun Breaker. They, they've teased Braun Breaker several times, you know. Like they've they they had an interaction at the Rumble and Braun walked into the locker room once and when Gunther was there and they kind of looked at each other. So that's a thing. But we got Jay Uso also. Striz went oof. What are you thinking? I want your thoughts. Well, Braun Breaker just became a co-holder of the NXT Tag Team Championships with Baron Corbin as the Wolf Dogs. Oh, they God. beat the family of Tony D and Channing, Channing Stacks Lorenzo on NXT tonight. So, uh, Fuck you know, he's, I guess he's supposed to be going to the main roster. I don't know if that means he's going to take the tag title with him and do double duty or if he's going to give up the straps. And they just had a tag team tournament like a month or two ago to put the belts on the family. So it would be kind of a weird thing. But uh, as far as who's going to go in the ring with Gunther, uh, if, it's, if it's Jay, he shouldn't go over. He can give him a good match like anybody else will, but just keep it going on on Gunther because just that's just not the guy that you do it with, and um, you know I, I I just can't. In my mind, it was going to be Lesnar or whoever, but since he um, is no longer part of WWE with all the bullshit that's going on, you got to pick somebody. And if they if they did do Braun Breaker, they should do it as where we don't have an opponent. For yeah. uh, Gunther, and then like the Ultimate Warrior when he did it when he beat the Hockey Talk Man and SummerSlam in 1988 or 1989 or whatever it was, is because uh, he Hockey Talk Man was supposed to defend the Intercontinental Belt against Brutus the Barber Beefcake, who had gotten sidelined the week before from Outlaw Ron Bass beating the shit out of him in the ring, and 
running his uh, spur across Brutus's head and he couldn't wrestle because he's all cut up. So the Honky Tonk Man comes to the ring, they play his music, and he does a big promo. Send anybody out here. I want to defend my belt. Send anybody. And then all of a sudden the Warrior music's hit. And a year and a three months go down the drain in 29 seconds when the Ultimate Warrior becomes the Intercontinental Champion. Maybe they could do something similar to that. It's been a long, long time. And Gunther goes out there and he's supposed to have an opponent and doesn't show up or there's just nobody booked. Give me anybody. I want anybody. Bond Breaker comes out. The Spirit from Hell. Maybe we get ourselves a Flash 1-2-3 pin off of a longtime champion and we crown somebody new. Uh, ba- uh, Bobo oh, said, bunny. Bad, "Bad Bunny over <laughs> Gunther." I'm, I'm with it. I'm, I'm getting tired of Bad Bunny too, real quick. Um, oh come on! Just, yeah, with fucking mid card Jay Uso, can we not? Can we not do that? Like, I'd like I listen. I think Jay will give him a great match, but Gunther better go over. They can, they could do the fucking. They should push this out until SummerSlam and then do the fucking Braun Breaker thing. I think Braun. They should team Braun up with that fucking Freakazoid Steiner esque tag team too, and they should be like a thing. When is that oh. pay-per-view in Germany, a country that does exist? Uh, summer, that's right? like in the fall or late, yeah. early fall, yeah. somewhere around SummerSlam. Right? Listen, we got breaking news. We got breaking news. We we teased it uh, a few weeks ago. Nobody's been able to 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 break this. We are breaking it here, the 1111 oh, boys shit. right here on WLR, HMG, PW Hustle. Courtesy of A-Track Brown, thank you for doing the thank you for doing the the grind work and getting me the footage. I told them I'm like, listen, I need this, I need this to happen. Sean Ross Sap couldn't do it. Uh, uh, Dave Meltzer can't do it. Wade Keller, come on, ha ha! I laugh at Wade Keller, right? Uh, they're all saying, you know, what did The Rock whisper in the ear of Cody Rhodes? You know, what happened? How come Cody Rhodes hasn't said anything? Why why'd Cody Rhodes had that ridiculous expression on his face? We're about to tell you right now. Bells, are you ready? What do you think? What do you think oh, he told you? I have an inkling, but I'm 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 anxious to hear the original. <laughs> Stris, what do you think? Can Stris, you, what, what do you think he told he told Cody? Oh, Jesus. Uh sorry, kid. We'll catch you next time. Sorry, kid. Sorry, kid. Taking your spot. All right, let's see what's up here. Hopefully we can hear it. All right. Very nice. Like, Did you see his face there at the end? Hold on. <laughs> He's like, he knows. Nice. He gets me. <laughs> Immediately, look at his face right there when he this when he. Is, this him. is like the hug that you like somebody gives another person when they just came out of the closet. Like, look at this hug. Like, it's just like let's, you, you you dance like Asia. <laughs> <laughs> You know, what that, you know what that hug looks like? is like two family members who have to go to somebody's funeral because of some high-up figure in your family. Yeah, they yeah. fucking hate each other, and they have to make that, no, everything's that, right, Briz, yeah, everything's yeah. good, bro. And they're doing that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. That's, that's that hug right there. Yeah, and, you know, after somebody tells you you dance very nice like Geisha, you would think you have a, a different expression on your face, but no. Cody didn't take it very well because they don't like each other, you know. But um, but he does dance very nice like Geisha. And there you go. There, there we have it. There it we, is. We, we have it. There it is. And and thank you very much for all um your detective work, A Track Brown. That being said, I do want to talk about Shinsuke Nakamura. I want to talk about uh, Okada going over to AEW like a fool, or is he, or is he a fool? 
And I, I want I want to give my theory to you guys, and then you guys can take it apart. But I really like what they're doing with Nakamura. I love it. I just wish he would win, even though right. he did beat um he did beat Sami Zayn. But I mean, I wish he would win when it mattered. But I love this. It's 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 kind of like a throwback to to the '80s when it was the. Um, I remember like the Japanese like mysterious guy would come and he would start speaking in Japanese and it was some like eerie place and he's like, damn, this guy's gonna get you, you know. And that's kind of what they're doing with him. I love this. I I really do. If this is Triple H, man, kudos with with with, uh, with Drew McIntyre and and Shinsuke. And, and with Sami Zayn, it's fantastic. Whomever's coming up with these stories, it's fantastic stuff. But I love what they're doing with Shinsuke. Um, uh, Shinsuke recently said, I don't know if it was recent, but I was talking to track. He says he, he wants to be in, in, um, in the WWE and he wants to stay in America because he likes to surf. And yeah. then that's what he likes to do. You know, he's making a boatload of money too. So yeah. Can you blame him? You know, and at this point, and so let me just go over to Okada for this, for that matter. Like, he went over to AEW, right? That that's been reported that he's going to sign with AEW. WWE offered him money, and he decided to go against it, right? Now the WWE, I'm, I'm sure Tony Khan rolled out, you know, uh, um, everything, you know, backed up the Brinks truck for Okada. The WWE was probably interest, interested in Okada, but they don't need him like, or even if they did need him like that, well, how much money are you going to spend on Okada? That, that's a lot of work to get him to be a top star in the United States. He'd be a main eventer, of course, and, and he'd be favorites amongst the wrestling crowd. But to be the face of the company, to pay that type of money, I don't know if the WWE would is willing and they're definitely able. But do they want to do that? Do they have a need for it? Now, Tony Khan went up and backed up, backed up the Brinks truck for it. So he took the money rather than taking good money and possibly working at, you know, not possibly, but working at the biggest stage of them all, which was what I would have done. But then again, when they're offering you millions and millions and millions of dollars and you want to secure your family, you just do it. Right. I mean, and, and they gave him the, you know, the option to continue to work in, in new Japan also, you know, and they're gonna, he's gonna be like a top guy over there. The thing is, it's like, it's a waste for him. They they um they 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 sign all these people and and really what happens to them, you know that they, they, they haven't really shown to be able to do anything with anybody with the exception of Samoa Joe. Like I've been so happy that they they did him right, you know. But everybody else, like I, I see Andrade in WWE now, and he's already better than what he was in AEW, and he's only shown up twice, you know. And I'm like. What are they doing with these people anyway? But whatever. Thoughts on Okada going over to AEW, God of Thunder. Yeah, it's just, it's disappointing, uh, especially, you know, his big statement coming out of there was like, you know, I want to kind of like go out there and like test myself. You know, I've done like everything I've done in New Japan. Like, you're not testing yourself in AEW. Like, uh, frankly, I, there's not much he can do over there. Like, all right, he's going to win their world title probably. But like, do I need to watch him fucking fight Kenny Omega for the thousandth time? Like, do I need do I need that in my life? Like, I think we've gotten enough of those. He's probably wrestled all of their other top stars at some point already. Like, all right, Okada versus Edge isn't exactly going to get me to fucking tune in. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I think it would just been would have been a lot better for him. I think he would have shined. I think they would have found a way to kind of make him. Uh, a you know, a big deal in WWE. Even even if like a lot of people were kind of like mocking it. 
even if he went to NXT for like a year, worked on his English, worked on his promo skills. Like, listen, like Nakamura did it. Okada ain't that much fucking greater, <laughs> you know, than Nakamura is at this point. Um, and and certainly not nearly, I would say, as hot of a property as Nakamura was at the time is when he came over here. Like if Okada had jumped ship like three years ago from New Japan, this would be like a massive fucking deal. But he kind of had done everything and kind of petered out as a result. Um, he'll he'll make an initial splash at AEW. I just I just weep for the state of the world, man. You know, like I call me a Cody, call me a Rocky crybaby, or call me whatever it is. But like I just I'm looking around and I find a society that is broken, Billy Ray. Like you're all your conspiracy buddies are right. They're winning. Um, humanity may be beyond saving. Like we have we have people that just not only accept mediocrity. And we live in a world where like things like shrinkflation not only exist, but we make a cutesy term out of it and we just kind of like live with it and move on. We live in a society that yearns for mediocrity across the board. We don't only yearn for it. They like fight for it, like Taylor Swift and trap beats and fucking all this other nonsense and Cody Rhodes. We no, no, we don't want we don't want the filet mignon, sir. Give us the fucking chopstick because we're stupid marks as a whole. A person um, is smart, but people are stupid. I get it. I get it. OG Kush, daddy. What's going on? Welcome. How you doing? Says Andrade has received no pop since coming, since being back. Of course not. Like, I mean, what kind of pop is he going to receive? No, no. He never really got over here, you know? And he says, uh, how, how is he already? Oh, he's just a presentation to me is coming off better. That's what I mean. It's like he was an afterthought in AEW. You know, it's the, the vignette that this is another thing that I like from this new WWE. This vignettes that they got going on, they got these little like um when uh, when um when matches are gonna like they're building the 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 girls hell in a cell, and um what do I keep saying hell in a cell the 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 chamber match, and they each have their own little like uh, promo that they're doing. It's a throwback to like uh, I just like throwbacks the early '90s and the '80s or whatever when everybody had to say something. It's very cool. I, I love this stuff. And they should keep it. But that's what I mean. I mean, the overall presentation of it just comes off a little bit more serious. It looks like they got something going on with him. In 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 AEW, he was um, really an afterthought. We didn't even know he was there half the time. But I get it. It's it's new. So you could have a point there, OG. All right. It says in he, he in fact, did the same promo he was doing in AEW. You're probably right. I don't know. Uh, Andrade is just a failure in the USA. There was only but so far that the guy was going to go here in the USA. In my opinion, they should have kept him under a mask. That's what they should have done and and uh, and booked him as such. Didn't even have to talk. He would have gotten over a lot more in that manner, in my opinion. Striz, what's up? Tell me about it. <clears throat> well, as far as Andrade goes, uh, right. he, was, he was way more over in CMLL in Arena Mexico as Sombra. Right. Because I saw him sell the place out with 40,000 seats. Oof. And uh, he worked ma uh, La Mascara in a mask versus mask match, and it was unfucking believable. Right. And uh, he was over every time I saw him work. I think I saw him work in the Ablo once, and it was just every time he worked, he just commanded the crowd. But he was in his own turf, and so he was much more comfortable here. You know, he's a fish out of water. He does. He speaks English better than he did five years ago, but right. not enough really to connect with the crowd. So he has to do it through good matches, and he's a solid hand. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, I think they're going to try to give him a little something because they put that beignet together for him. And um, it's a step in the right direction. 
Right, right. Obviously, he's back there as a favorite of Charlotte. Uh, The WWE doesn't really need any particular guy one way or the other when it comes to individuals, but uh, they brought him back probably to make her happy and figure, hey, you know, he gives us good matches and you need those mechanics on a show because not everybody's going to be the main event. Um, We do need to have some time fillers and guys that can do three segment matches and keep their intensity up. And I think he, he does all that. So ultimately he's a really very, very, very well seasoned utility player who already understands the WWE system and uh, to get somebody from scratch to do that takes years and years, and here he is hitting the ground running. So you may not see him winning too many world titles, but he'll be there for the purpose, and that's to help get uh, great TV matches out of guys, you know, essentially get guys over, but uh, make a lot of money in the process of doing that. Now, as far as Nakamura goes from earlier, what you were saying, Billy, the reason why you like him a lot more now is because they've finally done something with him that a lot of wrestlers have been missing in the last generation. And that is they've given him back his mystique. Yes. He's not exposed. You don't see him on, you know, heights trying to sell, uh, out, you know, Subaru outbacks with boogs, you know, <laughs> keeping him as this like very mysterious, you know, land of the Orient. Like yes. what are we getting here? The, I love the promos, but at the end of the day, they got to let him win. And they're yeah. putting him in these big time matches with Cody. Well, he's working Cody. And like, yes, it is the main event spot. And yes, it's a gimmick match. And so, you know, you can lose in a gimmick match and you don't really lose. But you, a loss is still a loss at the end of the right. day. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's a brutal match to begin with. Anytime you're tied to something, that, that leather just cuts your skin like like hot knives through butter. So you just get beat the crap up in those kinds of ma- matches and uh He's earning a great paycheck. He's been making main event money since they signed him. That was part of the deal. Uh, he's able to get cheaper real estate living in Florida. It's sunny all year long. Like you said, he's happy surfing. So for a while, I'm sure not going over in individual matches didn't really matter to him because he was making a great living and making better money in WWE than he ever would have in, um, you know, a place where he would have gotten better booked like in Japan, but make, you know, a third of the money. Right. What would you rather have wins Absolutely. and less money or losses and tons and be a millionaire? Yeah, it's a no-brainer. So he's, made, he's made the smart decision, and so did yeah. Andrade to come back. Yeah, but uh, you know, if they want to keep, um, I think there's there's still some room to build on um, Nakamura. But like I said, they need to have the wins, and he doesn't need Okada in his uh, corner to do that. He's already well established. Okada going to AEW is probably better for him than going to WWE because I feel like. He'll be more important to the AWE, AEW roster than he would be to the WWE roster. And again, he made a decision not solely probably based on money, but heavily based on money. Because I'm sure Tony Khan is such a mark for Japanese wrestling that he had to outbid WWE to have right. another favorite toy of his in, in, the, in the toy chest. But like Bello always says, the guy will be on TV for two weeks and then it becomes sporadic. And then you see him three weeks from now, and then they can't get a feud going, and then fucking doesn't understand Orange why. Cassidy in six weeks. Yeah. And, like, and then doing the silly kicks. Yeah. Again! And it happens all the time. It's happened every single time because he loves Orange Cassidy, and we've got to get the gimmick in where he does the light kicks, and we've already seen it for four years now, four and a half years. It's getting a little old. In fact, I think it's getting older than Seth Rollins' latest, you know, dressing like a fashionista. You know, I think, you know, time's ticking on AEW. You may need to do a little rallying over there, but uh, maybe we'll be shocked, but chances are we won't. 
Yeah, man. I hope we're shocked. Anyway, I'm I'm going to try to tune in tomorrow night. It it is uh, the sexiest day of the year, so maybe I, I won't uh, be able to tune in tomorrow night. Uh, also, I might want to watch Madam Web, which looks pretty. I don't know. I'm a Spider Man mark, so I want to go see, it, even sure. though it might be awful. Uh, um, but uh, regardless, I, I still want to go take a look. So maybe I'll do that. I'm not sure. But uh, I, I might watch AEW. If, if I'm home, I watch, you know, so I, I do that. Striz supports all the time and watches, you know, against his better judgment. He likes to watch. Bello, on the other hand, he has better things to do in Asgard than to mess around with AEW. It's funny because Triz just kind of said something I've been thinking about is that, you know, the, the, the sun might be setting on AEW. Like, I, it kind of just makes me wonder, like, who's going to be the guy? Who's going to be like the dude that like two years from now leaves WWE, goes over to AEW, cuts the fucking fuck WWE promo, blah, 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 and then the next week is on fucking SmackDown because they got bought out <laughs> <laughs> or the company fucking just completely caved and they need a paycheck and like uh, it. I don't know, man. It, it, It'll it, happen. It feels like it's going to be somebody who's on the current roster right now, and it's going to be kind of glorious when it does. It'll be Andrade. He'll go over there. And <laughs> he'll come he'll cut the best promo he's ever cut in English ever. ever. Right. I learned you know, English. It is kind of, you were talking about him before I get to ta- the talk about Andrade. I, just, I feel like they dropped the ball on him when he first came up. Uh, the thing with Zelina and him, like they were kind of magic for a That's while, right. and, and he didn't need to really cut the promos because she was kicking ass with it. it. She was getting yeah. physically involved in the matches and like you know po- distracting refs and yada yada. It was a great gimmick when they were on top in NXT. It was very, it was very good. I think they could have carried, you know, maybe not the main world title, but probably you know like the SmackDown or whatever, you know, the secondary world title was, and and at least <laughs> a dry run, but they. They never really even gave him a significant amount of time with any sort of mid-card title. I think he held like the U.S. title once or twice, but that was like during a period of time where like every other week somebody new had it. They just had to commit to him, you know, and 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 stick to him. But um, Vince McMahon wasn't about that sort of stuff, you know, and, and as soon as he cooled off on something, it was over and that was that. So, but this is different, right? It's a different time. So let, let's see what they end up doing and, and maybe... Maybe it'll be uh, worth our while. I, I forgot all of that stuff with Selena Vega. That was fantastic work. All right. We're getting up out of here. It is time to go. The 1111 Boys, the sexiest podcast in professional wrestling history. The Andrew Bell. Tell these people where they can find you. Uh, you could find me at my fucking office listening to Vultures 1 on loop for the what did you think? future. Um, honestly, I mean, like, listen, recency bias always steps in. I love fucking kanye west like i love i love this man i think i think i think it just needs to be stated out front i really enjoy the album is it his best work like no like i think we're we're past the days of getting a fucking my beautiful dark twisted fantasy like i just don't think we're getting another one of those we're not getting another dropout we're not getting another graduation we're probably not even getting another yeezus but those are like four of the greatest fucking hip-hop right. albums of all time right. so it's like i don't expect him to strike you know platinum so to speak on every on every hit he also has got like this thing now where like he he is very heavily influenced by the artists that he is working with so if you don't like ty dollar sign you're not gonna like this album like as with like the last album if you're not like into trap beats and fucking migo shit you weren't gonna like donda if you you know and and that's kind of the way it's gone with him and yeah what i prefer he goes back and does more of the fucking chipmunk soul beats and is rapping with Talib Kweli and then Common and, and you know shit like that. Like, yeah, obviously, I'd fucking love that, but that's I, that's not happening anymore. 
Um, and as long as he gives me a few bangers on on the projects he's putting out, I'm all for it. And I think this album has has more than a few. Uh, while there are definitely some low points. Track number two, I, I haven't, yes. I haven't, I haven't even begun to finish this. I think I'm in like five or whatever. I like it. Yeah. Like, like it's not, it's not a bad album by any stretch. You know, it's it's not bad. Is it great? Like, yeah. like what he used to do? I, I, I don't, I don't think so. But, but again, to your point, he's got five almost in a row. Yeah. Right back to back to back to back. Late like, registr- people sleep on late registration. There's like four like fucking diamond hits on that CD. <laughs> like it's like it's silly. Like you know that it, that's the the bar is it was so high, and that's that's where you're at. Like when you're when you're dealing with him. Like if Michael was still around, the albums ain't gonna be Thriller. Like I'm sorry to tell you, like it just isn't gonna be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know it is it is what it is. Like you know it, you just gotta kind of appreciate it. I'm like you know. I'm a, I sound like a fucking Swifty in this, but like I like like finding the little Easter eggs and like little references to older stuff and like stupid videos he's posted online and like various quotes and the the weird shit he samples because he can and the stuff that he can't sample and does anyway and you know like all all of that stuff is just super interesting to this me. Is so my, it's like, this is my I break it down like a Marvel movie almost. I'm coming to you in a second, Stress. This is my I, I can't get past this, and I want. If we have any producers out there, I need somebody to take this this clip and just loop it over and over again so I can continue to, to hear it. Hold on, let me let me play it. Hood rat, hood rat, hood rat, hood. <laughs> listen, listen, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Where is it? Here you go. Couldn't it all be so simple? Listen to that. Could've used the last part for the intro. How it sound when you got Yeezy over tempo from uptown, but now she rocking Yeezys over. That's it. That little part right there. Like I just want to rewind it and listen to it again and listen to it again and listen to it again. Like it's so beautiful. First off, I love. It's like probably my favorite Wu Tang song of all time. Like I, I love that song. And and the way Kanye or whomever produced that track just just took it up a little bit uh, pitch wise, you know, and and it's just fantastic. I I want that. I I want that beat. Like I I was even looking for it. I'm like maybe Kanye made a song with just this beat, you know. And uh, so I'm I'm looking for that. If somebody could give it to me, but I I, I enjoy it so far. It's not awful by any stretch. Us uh, also, I'm gonna listen to Killer Mike. My boy Vern told me to listen to the Killer Mike album from top to I'm a big Run the Jewels fan, but I have not listened to the yeah, Killer Mike I got to give Killer Mike a listen to. Yeah, I, I got to listen to it. Okay, Striz, tell them where they can find you, sir. Well, they can find me on the X at Strangler Steve underscore. And um, <laughs> I thought Bello froze there for a second. He was holding the X for a while. Um I got nothing to promote, kid, other than WLR. So, uh, you know, that's all there is to that, I guess. Fantastic. <laughs> not, not a very, not a real punch up ending there. I thought I did all right. <laughs> not, not, not a great exit, but uh, you know, every week I say we should, you know, it's always a should great exit, up, but, ne- but never, it never happens. So Don't hit us up. You know, what? stop hitting us up. You're fucking annoying. Stop yeah, it. See now, now you'll get young. Now you'll get some tweets. There you go. There you go. Thanks, Bells. <laughs> At Strangler Steve underscore. 
Right, yeah. right, right, right. My name is Billy Ray Valentine, Billy the Kid. Uh, tons of infinite fringes dropping this week, man. I got so many, I don't know what to do with them, quite frankly. So I'm, I'm doubling them up and I'm dropping them like a matinee back in the day in the 80s when you saw He-Man and Free Willy together, you know? You remember that? Or when you used to go to the... to the, to the and Free Willy. It was a thing. I went, I went to go see He-Man. No, bullshit. I went... Was it He-Man? I went to go see Free Willy and then they played Jaws right afterwards and I was afraid the entire time. I was a little bitch when I was a kid. And I was like, oh, shit, D- Jaws. And I was afraid of it. Man, Jaws 4. Those are, those are two movies that like, I can imagine like, in, a, in a distant memory, if you can mix them up somehow, could get real fucked up real quick. Right, right. <laughs> I'm sure I'm screwing this up somehow, but I remember going to a matinee and, and Jaws 4 was, was the second movie. And it, didn't, that wasn't, it wasn't good. But uh, we're, we're dropping several Infinite Fringes this week. Uh, America Unplugged, AmericaUnplugged.com. Go over there and check that out. WLR, right here every Tuesday. We were a little late this week, but, uh, you know, better late than never, you sure. know. Um, and the PW Hustle will probably drop one of those with a track Brandon, the Professor Chabella Vela Cruz this weekend, uh, Lord willing. Okay. I think that's it. Yo, Bells. What's up, man? I'll catch a punk ass down the road. And, and and I'm glad that that you didn't fight it this time. You you weren't belligerent, but you just accepted it. You accepted it, like The Rock accepted what Triple H had to tell him. <laughs> I got my I got my new yay. I'm in aff- I'm in a slightly more affable mood than usual. Good, 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 sir. Tell the tell the people what's up. Tell the people what you like, sir. And we can get up out of here. I like big kitties. That's right. Take old bitties. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Peace. Boom. Everyone voted. Everyone voted for me.